What's up? I'm Jordi Angela. And it's your main man, B-Dot. And it's the kid, Gowie. And this is the checkup. Y'all, how y'all doing today? I'm Gucci. I, I, man, I couldn't call if I was a referee. How you feeling, Gowie? Hey, you know, I'm feeling great. Um, you know, it's, I ain't got much to say. You know, the Houston Rockets winning. Everything is looking lovely on this side. Seven, seven and three since the James Harden trade. Come on, and man. And the net, the net six and three. We got to see who won that trade. But I guess that's something we'll talk about later. Hey, you already know what's up with us. It's up. It's up. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Joy? You Gucci mama? Yes, I feel amazing. Russell Westbrook went for 41 points. He took Kyrie to school on Sunday. I feel amazing. And the thing is, yeah, he lost a Dame. But who cares? At the end of the day, it's Damian Lillard. So who cares about that? Um, we we won against teams that mattered. So it doesn't, it doesn't yeah, really he, matter. Yeah, he should care because Dame is a rival. Yeah, remember? yeah. <laughs> I think they've gotten past that. But, you know, it seems like Dame wants to, you know, revamp things with the whole sneaker he put out, trying to relive the past. That happened what oh. two three years ago who cares i don't understand what that oh was. yeah and for those who may be out of the loop dame lillard did create a sneaker in memory of his uh game winning shot <laughs> against the okc thunder it's the okc thunder colorway and everything so uh it's so but that that was towards paul george hey nana i'm on my podcast right now y'all say hey to nana hey nana. hi nana <laughs> nana I'm, I'm on my podcast i'm about to call you back girl bye <laughs> That's my nana, y'all. That's my nana. For real. But no, nah, yeah, yeah. But I think that was more toward Paul George didn't than, than, than Westbrook. You know, because I don't know. PG, of course, we all know he do his thing in the regular season. But uh, man, he was he was mad last night, Gowie. <laughs> PG said he felt disrespected. He only got one free throw attempt. Hey. And then, and 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 this this get him up, P. This shoot 15 threes a game, but you want a you want a foul call? We gonna talk about that later. Let me chill, cause I'm cool with P. Always. Hey, look, if he, if he was mad about that, he ought to be pissed off for Jared Dudley talking trash about him in his book. <laughs> Facts. That's that's the ultimate disrespect. What Drake say? Bench players talking like starters. I hate it. Come on now, don't do that. Wait, <laughs> oh, don't tell me Jared Dudley done dropped a superhead book. Oh, <laughs> hey. Oh, uh, hey. I cannot. <laughs> he dropped the tell-all. That boy Jared Dudley was like, you know, we can we can stomach Kawhi Leonard talking trash because he coming off a championship win. We can stomach uh, Patrick Beverly talking trash because that's how he feed his family. But he was like, Paul George, nah, we ain't going for that. That's disrespect. So the fact that that came out of Jared Dudley's mouth or text, however you want to put it, yeah, that's, that's the ultimate disrespect. It's PG got to see him about that. Oh yeah, I gotta. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta. I might. I don't do much reading besides subtitles, but I might gotta do that. <laughs> I, we, that's a fact. <laughs> what are we talking about today, gang? What are we popping off with? What do y'all want to start off with? I mean, we can start off with Brooklyn. You know, since Gowie. I'm with it. Yeah, we can start with Brooklyn. You know, you, you know, I had to, I had to put both colors on. You know, I had to put the Rockets on, but you know, I had to yeah, put you, the Brooklyn that, on no, that, too. That's called set tripping. That's, 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 no, right. no, no, no. Set tripping is if it, if it was on the West. This, this East and West. That's Come on, sad, now. Weirdo. Pick one. Uh, and, no, it's it's actually called being a male. Okay, that's what we do. We oh. balance. We balance. We all we like balancing two things at once. Oh, see, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. This is, <laughs> this is, first of all, this is very uh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? You feel me? Hey, that's what Joy said. I'm just playing. I just playing. Yeah, Joy. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you do got D Wade and Kobe behind you, but oh we wait, talk about that for another day. No, nope, no. Nope. Oh. Hey, so let's talk about Brooklyn struggles, man. Gal, we pop it off, man. How you feel about Brooklyn this year so far, brother? And the what, way what, I, what they got to improve on? 
Hey, look, the way I feel about Brooklyn right now is that James Harden is the leader of that team. I told y'all this before he joined that squad. If you look at the Brooklyn Nets right now, with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant playing together, they have only won three games out of, what, seven? So they're three and four without James Harden. When James Harden's in that lineup, they have a record of six and two, I believe. Three. Or, don't do that. Six My and bad. two. It's, don't do it's that. No, nah, it's three. Cause, is cause, it? Yeah, because because the Rockets are seven to three since the James Harden trade. I think this was on the score at the score. I think it was on their page, and I think uh, it said Brooklyn was six and three since the James, With Harden, James Harden trade. Okay, so but but, it, but it's since the trade, so maybe it's oh Harden, yeah, so it they, might be six and two six, since the trade. So maybe he didn't play one of that first game or whatever. It's but, six and two because they uh, that game against the Wizards that Westbrook hit that game. Yeah, when uh, Harden didn't, Harden didn't play that game. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my bad. Like, like you said, gal, don't do that. Continue. <laughs> yeah, so six and two. So with James Harden in that lineup, it's six and two. Uh, the previous game that they played, they've only had about uh, he had a five minute break the entire game. So the fact that he's playing this many minutes, he's averaging over double digits assists. You need James Harden in that lineup for them to be great offensively. Kyrie, KD, they're awesome, but they're individual scores. So you need that guy to kind of put it all together. And that's why they win with Harden and not so much without him. Um, and obviously their struggle is defense. They're dead last in the NBA in def- uh, defensive rating. So, you know, getting rid of Jared Allen. It would be nice to have a Jared Allen in that locker room, but you gave him up for pretty much uh, peanuts and a pair of corduroy pants. <laughs> so I don't know what you <laughs> what you finna do with that. <laughs> what you think? How you feeling, Joy? <laughs> I feel like they're definitely missing uh, Jared, not Jared Dilly, Jared Allen. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, hold on. Definitely. You should, you should. You mean Jared Goff? You mean, <laughs> Jared from Subway? Enjoy it. I said 18. They're definitely missing Jared Allen. Um, I feel like, I feel like they went with, um, they, instead of going with, you know, a basketball mindset, a winning mindset, they kind of went with, you know, loyalty and friends. And if I'm, even though Jared Allen to me is more valuable, even though he's coming off the bench, I feel like, you know, DeAndre Jordan should have been traded instead of Jared Allen. Like if they're, if they're truly trying to win back, trying to win games, I think Jared Allen's, you know, he's a better defensive player and he's a better, he's a, he's more of a threat in the paint as far as, you know, rim rim protection goes. Um, Because my thing is, I remember against the Cavs, and everybody know Andre Drummond, you know, he's an amazing rebounder. So he's going to get his mm-hmm. regardless. But they got out-rebounded by 26 against Cleveland. 26. Mm-hmm. So they got eaten alive. So my thing is, I feel like they at least should have kept, you know, uh, Jared Allen and traded DeAndre. And I know they got to fix that problem sooner than later because teams like Philly will eat them alive if, you know, yeah. if they don't get that problem fixed. And so you got, you know... And because the thing is, you got so many players that can rebound in size. Like you got Tobias and and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and p- players like that. And like I said, and Dwight Howard. <laughs> so they're gonna get eaten alive if they don't get you know that that rim protection back. So that's my whole thing about it. I think they look good offensively. Joe Harris looks amazing right now. But as far as Defense goes, they got to do better for sure. Well, I mean, to speak on that, uh, you mentioned Andre Drummond. I know they were um, the Cavaliers are. Uh, He's looking to get bought out by the Cavs, and Brooklyn has been the top team that said that they want to bring him in, which, you know, they definitely need. Uh, Dre's Dre, Dre, Dre a great defensive player. Um, I don't think he's a better shot blocker than Jared Allen, but 
overall he can score. You know, Drake can he can shoot it a tad bit. You know, he ain't shooting that much from the outside, but if he got to knock it down, he'll knock down one out of one out of three type ish. So I don't know if that'll still be enough. It'll give him a it'll give him a presence, but I don't know if it'd be enough to speak on a DeAndre Jordan. I think that of course Jared Allen was has was, was just way more valuable than DeAndre. So I think that's why right. he was included in that trade. You know, I don't think yeah. they were gonna take a you know later in DeAndre Jordan. Not saying that he may not still have it in him, but it's not the DeAndre Jordan with Lob City. Right. Um, of course, like you said, the defense. Yep, they're first on the offense, percentage last in defense. They just gotta improve on that, man. Uh, I don't know, but I think if they do keep this lineup, I think. They will find a way to figure out, figure it out. And I'm not saying the playoffs is always, you know, it's 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 just offense. But you gotta be able to get a bucket and score, and you are gonna have to be able to outscore people. You yes, you're gonna have to be able to stop them. But if you can't stop them, then I know it sounds so simple, but you just gotta be able to outscore them. And that's the I think that Brooklyn Nets team with those three crazy superstars are the team to do that. I think last night, I think it was a. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie. It was. I think the score was ninety nine. Uh, it was ninety nine. He had ninety nine points within the next five minutes, bro. Not even five. Three to five minutes. Kyrie, Kyrie, James Harden, Durant, Durant, James, James, Kyrie, 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 Harden scored those last twenty one points to get them to that crazy, you know, to that crazy amount within three minutes. So I think you know if they do not change this lineup or don't, you know, even if they do add Andre, they still gonna have to be able to outscore people. Because right. at the end of the day, I don't see them being no type of defensive stoppers. Now, and that's no offense to Kyrie James or Durant or Joe Harris. But them guys, they ain't the best defenders right. on yeah. ball, at least. So. Question. And just to, I'll go ahead. I was about to say, just to, just to piggyback off of what Joy said about, you know, them kind of putting friendship over what's the actual need of the team. Uh, oh, there yeah. was a rumor that Kenny Atkinson actually got fired because he started DeAndre Jordan over Jared Allen. Wow. I mean, uh, he started Jared Allen over DeAndre Jordan. Um, and then you had, you had the jock situation, and then you end up with the coach that you have now, Steve Nash. But, you know, defense, who else do you have on that bench? Assistant coaching, you know, Mike D'Antoni. So it's like Jock one Vaughn thing that we... Jock Vaughn's a good defensive coach, but that's really about it. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of like when you have a reoccurring situation and a reoccurring coach that just simply does not care that much about defense, it seems to gravitate to the teams that he's on. So Brooklyn having the last defense in the NBA does not surprise me because you have that guy sitting on the bench. And yeah, so. So what did yeah, y'all think about the Amon Shumper pickup? Oh, that's solid. tough. That's, yeah, that's solid. Tough. I don't. I mean, Amon. You know, Amon hasn't played consistently. Um, and when I say consistently, I don't mean like scoring or being a great player. I'm talking about in terms of without the injuries or being on a team, you know, yeah. probably for the last two, three years. And not saying I don't know if he's still, you know, the defensive presence. You know, he was with the, you know, the Cavs or the Knicks. So, I mean, I, I, it'll give him, it'll give him, it'll give him something. You know, it'll give him a mm-hmm. wing defender to be able to, you know, guard those Kawhi, Paul George, and at least try to contain them. But it's a group effort. They're gonna need more. You feel I- me, like. Yeah, Dennis Rodman was the best defensive player on their Bulls team, but they also had everybody else that played together. The team, you had your Scotty Pippins, you even had your, your MJ. They had dogs. You feel me? Even though <laughs> Scotty and Dennis were the main guys on that team, as a whole, defensive wise, the Chicago Bulls was a great team defensively, and that's what the Brooklyn Nets gonna have to come to be. Not one player is not gonna change it. So question. we gonna see. I got one yeah. more question. So if Philly and Brooklyn play tomorrow. 
who do y'all have winning in a seven game series? Philly looking good, Cowie. Philly looking, but I don't. But when it comes to the playoffs, can we believe? You feel me? Like it's, hey. it's, it's like the, it's kind of like the Nuggets. They always had a best record. Get to the playoffs, don't do ish. Kind of how no offense, Cowie, how his Rockets was, but. But no, but no, no, no. But the argument, the <laughs> the one thing I do want to talk about, it don't have to be this show, but another show is people be getting people be getting James Harden hella hella. They be they be on his head about them losses. Jay, every one of those losses James lost to has been to NBA champions. Right. So yeah. But that's a that's another story for another day. But Gal, I'm gonna let you answer that first question with uh with Philly and uh Brooklyn seven. Games. Oh yeah, for sure. So seven game series. I had said from free agency that Philly was the biggest threat to the Lakers, and that was just my personal opinion at that time because I saw what Daryl Morey, the new GM, former Houston Rockets GM, was putting together with that squad, surrounding Ben Simmons with shooters because of his inability to shoot, uh, kind of just helping Joel uh, Embiid out without making him force shots and making him get fatigued. So with that being said, that inside presence, like Joy said earlier, you have Joel Embiid, you have a Dwight Howard coming off the bench, and Brooklyn just does not have that presence in the paint. Um, they could get dominated all night, and it does not help that Joel Embiid is a dominant big man. It'd be one thing if he was a guard, and you know you can kind of put pressure on him with a Iman Shumpert or whoever you have trying to defend him. But like I said, Joel Embiid being the key guy on that team, also being a top five scorer in this league, and you not having any kind of paint presence, oh, it's gonna be all bad. Joel's gonna put up forty burgers all night, <laughs> so <laughs> that's something they gotta worry about. But also on a defensive end uh, for Philly, they also a better defending team. You yeah. have Ben Simmons, who was an all-defensive team. I mean, an all-defensive guy. You have Joel Embiid, once again. So it's just like everything that Brooklyn lacks, like the areas where they lack, 76ers, you know, they they thrive in that area. Yeah, and they're just all around, like, good. They're all The role players are all around good. I look at players like Shake Milton. He's a two-way player. You got Tyrese Maxey. He's been a two-way player for them. And just players like that, and they're gritty. They're not just, you know, fly-by-night role players. They're like, th- these guys, they kind of remind me of, like, Miami. Like, how gritty they, they can be, like, silently. And it's, it's just crazy to see. So, I feel like when I look at um, Tyrese and, and Shake, I think about Miami last season and how Tyler Hero, he was an X factor for them in the playoffs. And then slowly, 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 whatever, he kind of emerged into, like, a little star you know, in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. And I see Shake or Tyree doing that this year for Philly. Uh, I, also, um, Tobias is an all-star this year. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. He's been playing lights out, hitting game-winning shots. He's, seen, he's, finally, he's finally playing like that, you know, the money man that they, they paid him to be. Um, so, and it also gives them a presence that kind of reminds me of a, let's say Chris Middleton, someone that's able to get their own shot. You feel me? Guard wise outside of Joel and B. So uh, I like the emergence of Tobias Harris. That helps a lot. So yeah, like Galway, like both of y'all said, man, top to bottom, 70 is the better team. Also, they have the veteran coach versus a rookie coach. Um, they more defensive minded. Like you said, I've never heard defense and D'Antoni in the same sense in the same sense <laughs> so um <laughs> so yeah as of now I'm gonna have to you know I'm gonna I'm giving it to Philly like how we said Philly is the biggest threat to the Lakers and even if they do get Andre Drummond um talking about the Nets that will help but 
Shit, when Dre go to the bench, I'm bringing Joel back in. What you mean? Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? 40 bucks yeah. with a side of fries and a cheese. <laughs> and like Dot said, that boy Tobias Harris, he, he's earning his contract. A lot of people said he had one of the worst contracts in the NBA. And, you know, he don't look like J. Cole for a reason. What J. Cole say in middle child? Niggas, they counted me out. <laughs> they counted him out. So T- Tobias had to remind y'all who he is. So shout out to Tobias, too. So we believe in Philly. That's what y'all saying. Oh yeah, yeah. without a, without a doubt. As long that's... as they're healthy, healthy, it's always yeah. a problem. They always somebody always getting injured. So as long as they're healthy, they'll be straight. Okay, yeah. I rock with it. I rock with it. I rock with it. What we got next? Um, the young players in the league. You got Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. You have John Moran. Sexland. Yeah, Sexland. Sexland. Yeah. Wait, Sexland. Do, do y'all? How do y'all feel about the name? Pornhub. <laughs> hey, I don't know. All I'm saying be, that could be a site though for you know for porn. All I'm saying is if, if a shorty hit my phone like you trying to go to Sexland, what, what type of time we on? Yeah, what type of time is that? <laughs> for real, I'm like I'm, I don't know. Yeah, she was like, no, I'm talking about Colin and Darius gonna go to their crib. Nah, shorty, I ain't. <laughs> Netflix, chill in Sexland. That's what I heard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that you got you got the Hawks. You know, Trey Young and this and his guys, you know, you have um, like I said, Colin and Darius, you got Ja and his, you got the the Pelicans, Zion. The Bulls, don't forget about the Bulls. Bulls, Zach Levine and so the question is, which young core would you rather build a team around? And this is and these and these are for the I don't want to say the we could say the losing towards mid mid pack teams of we're talking about, right? Oh, just any any core team, I guess. You know, anybody well, that has a young core under, you know, let's say 26 and under. Just young guys that you would want to well, pick to build around. I don't think that's fair because Jason and, 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 and Jalen Brown. Jason that Taylor isn't Jalen Brown different. Yeah, so that's, I, that's, why, that's why I was asking oh, okay. in terms of those upcoming guards. Like, like, you know, that's just been doing well this year, but they're still trying to get over that hump because you had mentioned the Hawks. You had mentioned, you know, the Knicks. You right. had mentioned yeah. Yeah, the, Knicks, uh, uh, yeah. the Cavs. So, Okay, I'm gonna I'm go, go ahead, Gabby. I'm gonna. I'm I'm That's fair. Um, I think it is. First of all, I want to say shout out to Emmanuel quickly. You know, that's a Maryland boy. He right from down the street. You know, he balling floater king right now. So shout out to the Knicks. But unfortunately, I won't be picking the Knicks. I think it comes down to the Pelicans and the Hawks for me. Uh, I give the edge more so to the Pelicans because you have a 23-year-old Brandon Ingram that off the bat is crazy. You have a Zion Williamson who is a man-child, so you don't find players like him who can dominate down low. Um, You have a Kyra Lewis who's coming off the the bench. Uh, Who else? Lonzo. So I really like that core um, the most out of the young guys. But Atlanta would definitely be my number two because you have Cam Reddish, Trey Young, John Collins, uh, you know, uh, what's the dude's name? Hunter, DeAndre Hunter. Like, they have a lot of depth, and their entire starting lineup is 20-something-year-olds. So you got to give them that credit. Oh, Gowie kind of cheated because he went with- <laughs> I don't even know why Joy mentioned the Pelicans. They are they already have all they already have an all star. You feel me? Those are I I they already have, you know, those key guys. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they have those superstars already. You feel me? So uh, that was kind of easy choice, Gowie. But that's on that's on that's on Joy because she mentioned okay, the Pelicans. Well, what the heck? All right, so that don't count. He's no, taking I mean, to the But listen to what I'm saying, Joy. We're talking about these when you mention a young core. You, but you can actually put that. You can actually debate with them versus 
the Celtics in their young core. That's what I'm saying. Like they already have those two super. When I when I what I thought you were asking was in terms of like when you like Gowie mentioned the Knicks, they have a whole bunch of young guys that are you know they still trying to get over the hump, but haven't got there. So my choice is, bro, I'm I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies, and John Morant, he's going to emerge into a superstar. He's not there yet. I like I like Dylan Brooks. I like a healthy Jaron Jackson. I like um. I like uh what's our what's our tar guy from um from Gonzaga? Come on, man, who be dunking on everybody? Light skin, he be throwing the lobs to him. He be throwing the lobs to him. The other, oh, come on, he, he the only big on man. On Dylan? No, no, not Dylan, nigga. You hey, said like I heard light skin. The, other, the <laughs> other big man that the, uh, the other big man for the uh for the Grizzlies, bro. He be throwing it, the light skin dude. Come on, he went to Gonzaga. Y'all, bro, y'all pissing me off because y'all. <laughs> Can't help you that. Okay, you're not talking about Brendan Clark. You're not talking Yes, I'm about... talking about Brendan Clark. Okay, Duh. I figured. Okay. Okay, well, hold down. <laughs> Go ahead with your point. Go ahead. Damn. So I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies just because if we're talking about full young core of young guys that really don't have a superstar yet, but they have one that can emerge into something crazy with the with a lot of other guys that can actually, if they stay together, of course. If they stay together, they stay healthy. I think those guys will make some noise in the league, but not 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 no time this year. I mean, but but to within your the argument, next two years within the next two years. To your argument, the Memphis Grizzlies were a playoff team until they found fell out in the elimination game. But that was with Jaron Jackson. That was with that was when Jaron Jaren Jackson went down an injury, and that really helped them. But also, yeah, there's still that young core that still hasn't got over the hump yet. They're still trying to figure out. They slid in the playoffs, gal. He won like they were fucking fifth, <laughs> fifth fourth seed, my nigga. Like, no, nah, yeah. like. And the way they looking right now, it look like they might not even make the playoffs. You feel me? Facts. So I'm saying, all health wise, yeah. But remember, remember, I already told y'all my dark horse was the Pelicans to make some noise in the West in general. So sure. yeah, and so they he, and they and they towards the bottom of the bottom of the Western Conference. So exactly. that's what that's the only that's the only reason why I picked them because I feel like yeah they do have the talent, they do have most improved player, they have an All Star in Brandon Ingram, but at the same time they don't they ain't got nothing figured out because they're not getting anywhere. They're at the bottom of the pack in the West. So it's mm-hmm. like if I had to build around them and I felt like there was a complete uh, a way that I can complete that team, I think that would have the most potential in order to build around them to make them something. Because right course. now they they aren't anything; they, they fucking, haven't been anything. They got fucking they got, they got they got three first first three first top five picks. Like that's like that's. They, of course they want to do some shit. They ain't, it ain't the Cavs' first five top picks. You feel <laughs> me? Like who your team, Joy? Well, I like the Knicks. I, I, like I want to say the Heat because my <laughs> hero is nineteen. Uh, uh, Bam is only twenty. Facts. Uh, if Duncan I could, Robinson, no, if he's... I could, I would. Because we're listen, the people y'all name they're cool, but they're not Miami. So, but listen, I'm gonna name the Knicks because I like, I like the, I like how two way, two way ish they are. They all mm-hmm. like the defense, the offense. I like how dominant they are. I feel like if you put. You know, Emmanuel and and RJ and uh, Julius Randle. I feel like you, if you put them on the in, on the right team with the right coaching, they're they're doing well now. I'm not saying I don't know how well they're gonna do. You know, as the season goes along, but I feel like right now they're they're doing better than last year. And I feel like if you you know if you just put the right pieces around them and the right coaching around them, I think they'll they'll dominate. I just think it has a lot to do with the franchise, in my opinion. And he were, and RJ reminds me a lot of Jimmy Butler, so. You know, the, you, you, I ain't gonna lie. That was gonna be my, that was gonna be my, like my first, first, second choice. But you dating somebody on the Knicks, Joy? We need to know about. No, what 
<laughs> okay, no. And the only reason why I asked that because it's cool for the Knicks players to balance two things, but when me and Gary want to balance two Wait, things, they can. Oh, right. you talking about? I like no. them. They they offense and defense. No, oh, so that's two I things. Know, oh, they I can don't. balance two things. Okay. No, for everyone listening, I do not like basketball players. I would never date one again in my life. So that would never happen ever. <laughs> Thank you. But ever. then. Also, Dot, not only did she talk about balancing two things, but she also said that the Knicks would dominate. Now, they, they I, may be cool, but you, you said know. the word dominate. How, okay, so how do, okay, listen, listen, listen. Imagine, <laughs> you said dominate. No, 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 imagine if Zion Williamson got drafted to the freaking Wizards. Like, okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, you know, that'd be, that'd be, he, he would do well individually, but he not winning, he ain't playing no winning basketball over there, you know, especially under Scott Brooks. So, so my thing is, all I'm saying is that, in order, sometimes in order for, for 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 young guys to dominate, it has to be in the right system on the right coaches. For example, if Tyler here or Bam, they went somewhere else besides Miami, it may not work for them, or they they may not be as recognized. So I think if you, who knows if you put Julius Randle in a different situation, who knows he wouldn't be, you know, as big as a Zion. Who knows? People are comparing him to LeBron she, James in a matter of weeks. He, Cause he already been in different situations. It's the one oh, situation. Oh, I'm the, just no, saying. so no, but I'm no. I'm saying if Julius Randle wants to be LeBron, it'd be this year because he's been. This is his best year he's had. Right. So, yeah. And also, yeah. Aaron. It's crazy because Aaron Brooks. You know, he came out live a few a few weeks ago, and he told me he said, "Joy, it's gonna be different for 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 them this year." You know, it was before the season started. He was like, "Gonna be different. You're gonna see." It. And I laughed in his face. And I laughed. He said they're making the playoffs. I laughed in his face, and now I feel stupid and crazy. But it's all, all good. Sometimes you just need the right coaching around you to bring out the best. And, you know, it's what it is. And some players don't need that. And that, and sometimes that's what makes them so special because, you know, certain players didn't have that. But, you know, it is what it is. No, Knicks are looking, uh, Knicks are looking good. I they mean, looking good, yeah. I mean, that, it's not much you can and say from what they've been looking like. But I love that young core. Uh, she Dennis, Dennis Smith said, "I'm out of here. I'm about to go play in the G League. This nigga don't want to. If he don't want to give me no playing time, I'm gonna go bust these young niggas ass. And I respect that. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even mind him. Shit, I'm sending to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Shit, he needs some depth. He ain't the best. Def- he ain't the best defensive player. But we ain't know. We ain't been able to see him in the last two, three years. Type this. So we're gonna see. But um, checkup segment. I'm about to. I'm about to get some goddamn sound effects." Right, Gowie? Who would you want to have on your team? Right? Is that the question? Who would you prefer to have on your team? Who's having the – yeah, right now, who would you rather have on your team? Or start your season with. Let's say um, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a joy topic. <laughs> or John Wall. Oh. Oh, come on now. Since it was ladies first last time, Joy, Gowie, on you. Check up. All right. If I had to pick between John Wall and Russell Westbrook, right now, who would I build my team around? And this is no bias. I know you see the R, but I'm going with John Wall. The reason why I would pick John Wall over Russell Westbrook at this very moment is because, in my personal opinion, I feel like as a overall unit, I just feel like John Wall impacts winning more. Um, I think that John Wall, people will people will look at his time during the Washington uh, with the Washington Wizards and they say like, oh, he didn't win anything in Washington. But you also got to look at how bad that Washington team got when John Wall was out. So we had the Wizards talking as if they were better without John Wall. They were sneak dissing, all this other stuff. The same man that then bought the whole squad Rolexes and all that. They were sneak dissing them, talking about they was better without him. And... 
come to find out, they weren't. Like, Bradley Bill can't win a damn game after putting up 60 points. Like, the mm-hmm. fact that you can't win anything blows my mind. But when John Wall was on that squad, the Washington Wizards were a 40-plus win team. Um, because he brings that he brings that energy and effort on both the offensive and defensive end. So even if you completely disregard his playmaking ability and his uh, efficiency increasing to 44% and shooting 37% from the three-point line uh, in Houston, just look at the effort and the, the dynamic that he brings defensively. The Houston Rockets have, if not the best defense in the league, one of the top three defenses in the league. And that's all driven through John Wall because John Wall is now the leader of that team. So with the help of P.J. Tucker and other guys that are defensive forces on the squad, you have young guys like Jay Sean Tate, uh, David Nwaba. All these guys are stepping up defensively, and Houston just look great, man. It's it's crazy how good they look defensively. And like I said, we talking about number one or top three defense. So defense, <laughs> we went from Dan Tony Ball to where he we ain't play no D to having the the number one or to number three defense. So. You know, the Washington Wizards, they ain't winning no games, and defense is the key reason why they ain't winning shit. So, well, Joy, I want to hear what you got to say. For the defense. <laughs> shout out to Steven Zahler for the defense. Anyway. Joy, check up. Now, I have a, I have a question. No, no, I, I'm a, I don't have a question. Um, so, here's my thing. I, I'm, not, I'm looking at the standings, and I'm looking at the Rockets. They're, they're currently fighting, you know, to make the playoffs. They're number eight in um the, the standings i know it's early on but their golden state's really on their toes the spurs are you know they're one win away one lo- one loss away from being out of the playoff contentions right now um i mean now go to go to state do have a, a yeah, 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 that's nice <laughs> anyway so um my, my my thing is i'm looking at the standings and i'm looking just imagining if rest was there you know i'm thinking top five top five top five contention um and the reason why is because as good as John Wall is, you know, and I'm not going to lie, he's a he's a much better defender than Russ is. We're not going to be biased here. But Russell Westbrook is a better player still. We just saw what he, what he did against the Wizards, I mean, the, the Nets, you know, arguably the best team in the East. He just gave him 41 points coming off of, you know, whatever was wrong with them. You know, he just said, I'm finally healthy. You know, I'm finally healthy. So everyone comparing and laughing, saying, oh, yeah, um, the Rockets won the trade. Look at Russ. Ha, ha, ha. Well, now look at Russ. He looks amazing. Russ also is shooting very well from three this year. So he he listened to the criticism, and he looks amazing from three. I'm talking he gave um, – I, I think he shot 50%, 57% against um, the, the Nets, you know, last game. And then he, I saw him shoot 60% against the Hawks, you know, the game before that. So he looks great from three from the field. He looks amazing. And the thing is, what also gets me is, Everyone says Russell Westbrook would be so great if he just worked on his shot. Well, what else does he have to work on now? I mean, he got the, his his shots back. You know, field field goal percentage is good. He's attacking the rim again. He's averaging crazy numbers, almost. And and I think he is averaging a triple double now. So if people are saying, you know, well, if well, Russ would be, you know, one of the best people in the league if he just did this. Well, he did it. So now what? He looks amazing. The reason why people aren't recognizing it is because he plays for the Wizards. Same reason why Bradley Bill ain't made All-Star yet, because he plays for the Wizards. So a lot of stuff is going to go unnoticed. John Wall plays for the Rockets, who plays on TV much more than the Wizards, who's going to make the playoffs. And why is that? Because the the Rockets are a better team. Like, if, for example, if you swap, like I said, you swap Russ and John, 
they're gonna like the Rockets make the playoffs regardless, you know, regardless of who's on the team. My thing is the Rock John Wall looks better than Russ right now because of the players around him. If Russ had that, if Russ had that, he would be Gucci. He would be Gucci. People wouldn't be matter of fact, if Russ had that, he would make all-star this season. He might even make all-star this year because of freaking the freaking wizards. But also because he was injured. And I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be injured right now if he didn't have to overexert himself for the freaking wizards. So that being said, Russ is clearly the better player. Okay. The numbers, the stats, is they speak for themselves. I, I haven't John Wall hasn't gone crazy, but he has not had the game that Russ had yet. So it is what it is. I mean, it's cool, whatever, playoffs, defense, all that crap. Russ is still the better player. And well, to, 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 uh, let me let me let me just hop, let me let me hop on that real quick. Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should give rebuttals for the, for like for rounds like this. You feel me? How you how you feel? We should start constructing this segment. Should we give rebuttals? Because this can turn into a whole little whole little podcast in its own. Sure, <laughs> that is that is sure. We 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 can leave it at we gonna leave it right there. But oh, let's matter of fact, nah, f that. You know what we gonna do? Since it's basketball, <laughs> since the checkup, I'm gonna put 24 seconds on the clock. Let's go. Shotgun, <laughs> and I'm going to let Gowie say his rebuttal. Let's Start go. in now. Okay, so the difference between John Wall and Russell Westbrook. If you put John, if you put Russell Westbrook on the Rockets, it's not going to be the same thing because Russ brings a different type of leadership. John Wall's leadership is on both sides of the ball. With that being said, that defense that he would bring to the Wizards, we can't forget the Wizards were a 40-game 40, uh, 40 win team before he came to uh, Houston. So that's their difference in leadership. What? Is it my turn? Duh, who next? Me? Okay, right. okay, well, okay, well, I'm just, I'm just, because <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm, this, this he's, he's lying. No, no, but this, Joy, this show 24, 24 seconds, Joy, all right? Okay, got it. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Go. Okay, so look, first of all, you're talking about, you know, Russ doesn't lead on defense. First of all, as soon as Russ got there, the Wizards couldn't stop talking about how much defense he brought to the Wizards. And also, when Russ sits down off the bench, they go to crap on defense. That's a fact. You've seen it for yourself. So don't sit here a lot like that. That's all I have to say. Well, I, 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 that's it for the checkups. <laughs> I love that. So we go. So we, I think we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this whole segment up with the whole. Thing about Bradley Bill do not want to be traded anymore. I seen Gowie says something on a post about. Um, I mean, bro, we just going off your body language, bro. The way yeah. you're going, you that's how you look, bro. How you how you gonna say that and you feel disrespected now because people said you requested a trade. So, yeah. but how Gowie said, we're just going by body language, body, and it just seemed like I guess after the Brooklyn win, it was like okay, well this team might can actually do something. But since then, with their one and one, I mean, I mean, it ain't been that many games, but. How do y'all feel about that situation of Bradley Bill? Bradley Bill now seem like him rebuttaling on what was allegedly, you know, said that he wanted to, you know, be traded away. This is what I have to say about Bradley Bill. Um, I feel like if he's gonna, if he's gonna say he wants to stay, he has to act like it. Like regardless of you know, you know, him being because, like for example, against Brooklyn, it was pretty obvious. The first half, he quit on the team, you know, and Russ pretty much brought them back. No bias. He brought them back into the game. And I feel like if he if he's saying, I want to be here, then just act like it. People won't say that about you. But, you know, when you're quitting on the team and you're 
you know, you're doing this, you're doing that. I get the frustration. I'll be frustrated too, but at the same time, you're the second best, the, the best player, in my opinion, on the team as far as offensively, offensive offense goes, and you have to act like you. Like, there has to be some type of leadership there as far as if you say you want to stay, then act like it, you know? But, like, I get the frustration. I get it, but, you know, he got to stop throwing pity parties, and people won't say that about him. How you feel, Gabby? Yeah, I feel I could piggyback off of Joy on that. You have to show that you're committed to winning. I think with Brad, we're seeing his frustration more than anything. Uh, when Steph Curry had his struggles earlier on in the season, he wasn't walking around, moping around, crying and stuff like that. He was more so like, we going to get right. Like he had a positive mindset. Same thing with Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler kind of motivated the Miami Heat to let them know like, yo, we're really like that. Like, we're a different type of squad. People sleep on us. We got a chip on our shoulder. This is how we're going to play. So as a leader, you got to kind of set that dynamic. You can't be around slamming the ball and, you know, praying on the sideline with your head down. Like, because your team, that trickles down to your teammates. Right. Like, you're an all-star guard, and they need to see, it. well, if this is how he acting, it's really no hope. Like, our leader don't even believe in us. <laughs> so you got to lead by example. And I like that. I'm, I'm on... Um, you know, to piggyback off that, I, I, I want to give a, you know, give an example, uh, you know, to our listeners of a player that actually went through a lot of turmoil and went through a lot of losing, a lot, a lot of losing. I mean, plenty losing. I think, shit, this year, last year, maybe in the bubble was the first time he's ever, you know, tasted victory or success. And mm -hmm. that person is Devin Booker. Like if 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 we want to take a page out of somebody that's been struggling for a long time, we've and I don't want to say we've never seen D Book show frustration, but not how Bradley has. And mm -hmm. Bradley's only been losing what the past three years, maybe. Yeah, you feel me? All, like, all the seasons without Wall. Yeah, whatever. Just <laughs> shut up. And it was a whole different team. Like this is not okay. fair. Thomas Bryant has a twenty eight. Hey, this, hey <laughs> relax. We're not on that topic no more, Joy. But like I was saying, um, because. <laughs> We've seen Devin Booker and we've seen, you know, the professional guy. He's He's been over the, you know, the years of him losing every damn year. And in the mm -hmm. bubble, he's, he finally tastes success. And now this year he has a legitimate, you know, one of the best point guards, you know, to ever play the game, you know, in Chris Paul with a great core around him. So I, 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 I don't, I, it's, it's tough to see it from Bradley's situation because, I mean, I guess you can see it. I mean, he went from winning to now leading the league and scoring and now they're losing so i can understand the frustration but you just can't you can't show it that much you feel me not if you're yeah. not you know a lebron type because we've seen lebron curse his teammates out and show the frustration but it's lebron he got four rings so i think that'd be my take on that uh if you want to look at another great shooting guard in the league like i said devin booker who's my favorite shooting guard in the league and i feel like he is the best shooting guard in the league no offense to bradley bill James Harden's a point guard, and yeah, I, shit, that's that's how I feel. Goddamn, hey, <laughs> goddamn, Cowie, what grinded your gears this week, brethren, or this month so far, or this new year? Um, let's see, what grinded my gears? Uh, what grinded my gears is that I'm not a baller. You know, I got a little cash, but you know, I I paid my car off. I have a 2010 Chevy Malibu. Hello. Um. And when my headline go, my headlights go out. I've had a uh, a headlight blown out for a while now. It cost me a hundred and some change to get my headlights changed. So the headlight itself costs about like eighteen twenty dollars, but to get the headlights put in, it cost me a hundred. 
And this is because the way they designed this damn car, you got to take the bumper off, go under the tire and all this other bullshit. It's like, bro, I'm just trying to change my headlight. I got to come off a, a, I got to come off a, a Benny just because y'all wanted to make this thing so difficult. I remember when I had my 94 Honda Accord, I just, you know, go under the hood, put that joint in, boom, I'm good. Coochie. But y'all want to be designing these cars mad difficult. And I'm not going to lie, Chevy is a very trustworthy uh, car brand, but... Y'all out of pocket for that. I know what y'all trying to do. Y'all trying to get extra money out of us. So the American cars, brother. Yeah, it's all about the dollar. That's all they care about. About the dollar. That's that's what grinded my damn gears. I, well, I feel you. I got pulled over three times this month. So I'm let. I'm, Joy, what's your? Hey, uh, me too. <laughs> Cause of my headlight. <laughs> <laughs> and my tax expired two years. Hey, Joy, and they say California. What grinded your gears? <laughs> I'm tired of the the constant ish myth disrespect. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of the constant Ish Smith. Because first of all, Ish Smith is a great player. Okay? He's great. He's a great role player. He's so gritty. I love watching Ish Smith play. I have a the thing is, that's why I'm a Miami Heat fan. Because I have a thing for gritty players that play team ball and 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 want to win. And you can tell Ish Smith wants to win. He's a great two-way player. I mean, he was forcing steals against Brooklyn and nobody pays attention to it. And then when I say Ish Smith is good, they say. They call him S H I T Smith. It's so disrespectful, <laughs> and I and, and it's it's just so wrong. And he's great. He's a great role player, and I'm sick and tired of him being disrespected. So do not get do not you know be surprised if I start pushing Ish Smith and and people like Shake Milton more than actually more than Russell Westbrook, of course. But I'm gonna start pushing him more because people need to know that he, he's great. He's a great role player. Shout out Wake Forest Ish Smith. Um, yeah. regretting my gears is. If it ain't about you or you ain't got nothing to do with it, oh, stay no. out. All right? You feel me? Like, if you over in uh, in my situation, you want to know what I... And, Mom, if I ain't in your ass, you don't need to say shit to me. You don't got no opinions. You feel me? I ain't trying to hear none of that. You feel me? If you ain't getting... If you ain't... If you ain't... If you ain't getting that, that daddy dot chicken nugget, then don't worry oh, about God. what the hell not just crawling back. <laughs> Come on. Like, for real, like... And, and the chicken, you know, the chicken nugget, that's the minimum. I ain't even, I ain't even gave you the chicken tender. You know, when you get, when you get the chicken tender, you know, the chicken tender a little bit longer than the nugget. But, um, let me... All right, what the hey, heck is this? Hey, what is that wraps this? up this segment of Checkup. What it's your main man, B-Dot, with the lovely... Jordy Angela, what the heck is wrong with you? And my man... The Kid Gowie. <laughs> it's only entertainment. Until next time, folks, we out. I cannot. I really can't. This podcast is a hot freaking mess.